0: Chapter 18 To my beloved daughter Tsokhofat, I wrote your name in big letter on the envelope, hoping that this will make you curious and grab this letter amongst the posts your grandparents get. I don't know if you know me, but I'm your father and we share a birthday. Today is your 10th birthday. I want to tell you that I love you and I miss you. Ask your parents to allow you to see me then I can introduce myself to you properly. I love you so much. Love, your beloved father. Pearl felt it was time to have a meeting with Mulatleghi regarding the parole application. She hadn't seen him for a couple of weeks, so the meeting was also a chance for her to catch up with him Mulatlechi is brought in by warden Mahleke and leaves. Pearl notices that Mulatlechi looks happy. Mo, you are glowing. You look so well, comments Pearl. I do. There are no mirrors in my prison cell, so I can't see the glow, laughs, laughs, laughs Mulatlechi. You could just thank me for the compliment, men, comments an irritated Pearl. Mulatlechi still giggles to himself. <laughs> okay, sorry Pearl. I've just missed you. It's been a while," says Mulatleghi, doing his best to make Pearl smile. True, things have been crazy in the office, but I am here now. I see, um, what's in the agenda for today, your worship? asks Mulatleghi. You know I'm not a judge, right? Anyway, it's about your case. Don't you think it's time to officially ask for a probation court date? Says Pearl. Are we ready? Replies Munaklechi. The question is, is Tsehufatu ready? Pearl fires back. I thought we spoke about this Pearl. Munaklechi starts to look irritated by where the conversation is going. Tsehufatu is the victim in this case, Mo. If she wants you back, Nothing that her grandparents could say would matter. Why wouldn't you want to do the guaranteed winning move? Don't you want to be free? Pleads a desperate Pearl. Pearl, you have to respect my decision. You'll have to find another way. You're a good lawyer. You'll make a way. Tsaghofato is off bounds. I don't want her to believe that I'm using her for my freedom. The case is closed. Mulatlechi was making himself clear, using a stern tone. Why are you so stubborn? You're preventing me from helping you, Mulatlechi, says an angry pearl. How? What happened to calling me Mo? Mulatlechi tries to deflate the tension. Oh, you frustrate me. I want to help you, but you're blocking me, explains pearl. "Uh, You can help me with getting to know Tseghufato better. All the visits have been about me and I know nothing about her. Help me with that, asks Munechik. Didn't we have this conversation before? Didn't I already tell you that I don't know anything about raising a teenager? Replies an upset Pearl. Pearl, are we fighting? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) You just frustrate me. Okay, sorry Pearl. Why can't I be upset with you for long? Because you have a crush on me wait 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 what no <laughs> I'm joking I'm just teasing you if you want to get to know her just ask her questions it's pretty straightforward for a straightforward person you like to complicate things comments pearl trying to calm herself down pearl helps me to think of things he can ask suffer once they were done when apologizes to her again and reassures her that he appreciates everything she has done for him. While Tsukhufata is at school, her grandparents are conducting a search in her bedroom, looking for her diary. Since Tsukhufata has been hearing about her kidnapping, she has become cagey when explaining how the visits were. Her grandparents can tell that she was lying to them and they wanted to know what was going on. And that Piri had to be convinced by his wife that finding Tsikhofatsu's diary was a good idea. And that Piri finds the diary in between her clothes. He isn't sure, so he asks his wife, uh, Is this the diary? Eh, give it here, asks Mkhon And that Piri still feels uneasy about invading Tsikhofatsu's privacy. He didn't immediately give the diary over. Why don't we just ask Tsehufatso about what was happening? If we open her diary and read it, we can't take back whatever we see, says Ntatepir. Mkhunut Sidi disagrees with him. She takes the diary out of his hands. If you're not going to be man enough, I'll do it. Gabo Entle is not alive because of this man. I told you to get rid of him and Gabo Entle brought him home for the first time. You weren't man enough then, you're not man enough now. Matsidiso, so take those words back. You do not insult a man like that, demands Ntatepiri. Mkhunutsidi is not listening to him as she reads Tsahofatu's diary. Eman, I'm expecting an apology from you, says Ntatepiri. He realizes that his wife is not paying attention to him. He walks over to her to try to get her attention. Kia is being influenced by this man. She says she loves him. She wants to tell him when they meet again. Look at what she wrote in red here. She circled our names and says we were unreasonable and wrote lies. Comments Nkhunutsiri. Why does she think we are liars? Asks Ntatepiri. Isn't it obvious? He is telling her stories and she is believing him. We must put it to a stop. Replies an angry Nkhunutsiri. Uh, Well, we cannot stop her from seeing him. If she sees us as liars and we block her, she'll be convinced that we are the bad people, explains Ndatepir. Then what do you say we do? asks Sidi. Let's go see him and tell him what we think. I'm sure after 16 years, he will still be scared of us. They agree to see their plan through. Ndatepir reports Sofato's diary back, where he found it.